Wow. What is up, everybody? On a beautiful Tuesday. Normally, I would be taping Prince and the Wolf right now, but between my schedule and Freddy's, not sure we're going to be able to pump out a new one this week. But always time for you guys. I mean, a lot of shit happening, guys. I mean, a lot and nothing at the same time, which is very typical of just Hollywood in general. But I, I didn't think it was possible for this to happen to me, but it really has. And I feel good and bad about it. I'm going to tell you what that is in just a second. But first, you know what time it is. Tell me something good. Tell me that you love me, yeah. And tell me something good. Well, let me just say this. So good to be here with you guys. Uh, once again, on our fairly normal half hour, 45 minutes, or whatever the hell it turns out to be. So many things to talk to you about. First, what I was just referring to, what I didn't think could happen to me. Look, a lot of things happening and nothing happening. The... Um, the viral video that's been out about my uh, best practical joke ever, which is a story you guys know that I've anybody who's seen me live, I don't I don't even tell that story anymore. I used to close with it for sure. Uh, it used to be my closer, and it's like my, one of my favorite stories ever. Um, but yeah, uh, but you know what it's done? It's reinvigorated me in a way that I did not. Th- think could happen again it you know I, I I've gotten to a point where whether somebody likes or doesn't like what I do doesn't affect me the way it used to you know what I mean like I can't that's not something I can control I can only control what I think is funny and the art that I put out and and how I am you know what I mean? What I decide to talk about. But I can't control if somebody likes it or not. That's the best thing to me about comedy is that it's completely subjective, right? And there's a little something for everybody. But I was growing to think that long-form story, which is kind of what I do, not kind of, 100% what I do, that just wasn't going to happen. You know what I mean? Um... All right, with this dude. This dude's actually pretty funky, everybody. Not really funky, but like white guy funky. Alan Stone, you guys heard him? Fake future. I think he's white. I've actually never seen a picture of him. But I picture him to kind of look like, um, what's the dude? He plays a pan flute. 
I picture this guy with some serious Kenny Loggins hair, blondish, and he wears like a vest and an oversized jacket, you know? Uh, and he pulls a flute out of his pocket. Go! People call me during my goddamn podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't know that it was a... I could be reinvigorated like that, right? Because, again, I, I know it's not for everybody comedy, but I think I had decided... I don't think. I know I had just thought, okay... Well, what I do, this long-form story, this, um, you know, I don't take stance on stage. I'm not super political. And that doesn't mean I don't have thoughts and ideas, and I share them with you guys here. But for me, and people have asked me before why I don't, I used to uh, when it wasn't something that everybody else was doing. I gave more personal views and ideas of what was going on in the world, but... To me right now, it just seems like white noise. You know, I really, I take the attitude that, <laughs> honestly, I take the attitude with it, the same thing I took with the idea of yelling at my kids. I yelled at them, but not every time I was mad because then it becomes white noise, right? I wanted them to know that when I yelled, it meant I was really mad. So for me, if you're, every day you're just churning out whether it's pro-Trump or anti-Trump or pro-gun or anti-gun or whatever it is, if it's all that you're churning out, it just you're just saying it to the same people over again and it becomes white noise. But if you don't talk about it that much and you pick and choose your spots, my theory, and I could be completely wrong, is that people think, all right, well, this is the one, this really, huh, you know? And... um. You know, I didn't tweet a lot out about the march last week, which I was really so impressed with that march, whether you be- agree with what they were marching about or not. How very cool, you know, we were all worried about this generation. And how very cool to see them all organize and get something, put something like that together. Fucking amazing, guys. Really amazing and inspirational to see how, oh, Rage Against the Machine, wake up. Just to see them out there and organize. And, you know, we thought these were just a bunch of candy-ass motherfuckers who were never going to do anything outside of their mom and dad's house. And whether you agree with them or not, you got to be impressed with the passion of these kids from Parkland. It's so amazing. You know, the balls on that young lady to stand on stage in silence. Yeah, that was really powerful. Like, this is good shit and you know we'll look back on this time just like we look back on the 60s and we think wow that shit you know they made some changes because people got together and decided at together this large group of people that they were fucking tired of whatever's happening i respect that i respect that entirely um so i don't know what why i started talking about that oh because i don't really talk about my political views on stage so I just didn't think that these long-form stories had any place on YouTube or online because nobody watches clips that are more than 45 seconds. 
So the response has really reinvigorated my passion to write stories and to tell my stories. And um, so I want to thank you guys for that. It's really, um, it's really re-energized me. And, I, and, and it's because of you, and so thank you very much. And I tell you this all the time. I'm incredibly humbled and blessed that this is my fucking job. Holy shit, this is my job. That being said, hey, and you guys know I think everybody's a little too sensitive when it comes to jokes, but this took two things, took the fucking cake. So yesterday I posted a video of a black dude who was on vac- This looks clearly spring break, and he's sitting on like uh, maybe in shallow water or maybe just on like a little um, side of a pool or something. And he's sitting there shirtless, and there's people dancing all around, and uh, music's playing, and these two larger black women in bathing suits are not facing him. They have their asses each facing him, and his head is in between each of their cheeks, and they're just wiggling their ass back and forth. And dude looks like he is in fucking heaven. His arms are out. You, you, listen, he's happier than he's ever been in his life, everybody. In his fucking life. He is thrilled, okay? So I posted. And I, I think the caption was, I love this video more than anything. I hope for his sake... The ecstasy had just kicked in, and they're playing his favorite song. Meaning, three of his favorite things. Two giant asses smothering him right when the ecstasy hits in your favorite song. is like the holy trinity, okay? It's the perfect trifecta. But somehow, somebody, and I'm not going to say on what platform or where it was, somebody just put not funny. And I was like, what, what do you mean? I didn't even understand, huh? Not funny. And they went on this little diatribe about making fun of fat people. First of all, I didn't even mention the fat people. I I didn't even mention the women. I didn't mention the women. I mentioned how happy this dude was. How I was wishing him the ultimate in happiness because he clearly was already on his way there. There were other people like that poor guy's trapped. 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 Trapped in heaven. Dude's not trapped. You don't think he could have got up and walked away? You think they're catching him? I'm just saying, everybody. It's it's the best video. But people are so triggered by their own personal, what they think is not okay. If you're going to laugh at somebody, you got to laugh at everybody. And at the same time, also, just because there are fat people in the video doesn't mean I was commenting on them. And even if I was, I was doing it in a way to compliment the dude. The dude is happier than he's ever been. And if you're going to be that sensitive because maybe you're overweight, you know, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. And let me just say something else. Even if somehow that joke was about, and it wasn't even a joke, it was just a comment that he looked happy, but somehow... That it was mentioning the he- the heavy women. Yo. Look at intent of shit, guys. I wasn't like, aren't look at these disgusting people. They should never put their bathing suit on. No. Good for them. 
jiggling their giant asses in this dude's face. That's how you get pink eye, by the way. I think so. I think so. Big giant asses on either side smothering you might be how you get pink eye. I'm not even sure how, but I think that's a possibility. I'm just saying. Lighten the fuck up, everyone. Lighten the fuck up. Maybe... I mean, it just baffled me. And not only that, if you're listening to this and that bothers you, unfollow me on every fucking page. Unfollow. If you can't... You don't know me, by the way, well enough now where you think I'm making some sort of joke that's prejudiced or bigoted. Beat it. Kick rocks. Kick fucking rocks. Ooh. Yeah. You guys know this is my favorite band ever. The Beatles. Just saying, everybody. And, and this really is so funny because I, I had just watched Ricky Gervais's special, which was great. It was so good. And if you're offended by it, you're, not, you're proving his point. You're proving his point. Which is, it's like what he said about is rape. He did, the, he did a perfect thing where he said, is rape funny? No, rape isn't funny. Are rape jokes funny? And he was like, depends on the joke. And he's right. He's fucking right. Guys, the subject matter can't be what excludes conversation. And things that make you uncomfortable aren't necessarily bad. Yo, that Heineken commercial that got pulled, where I think the log line is, sometimes lighter is better. And it got pulled because people thought it might be racist. Yo, I didn't know beer was a race, is what I didn't know. I mean, it might be soon. I identify as a logger, just so you know. I identify as like a woodsy logger. So if you call me an ale, I'm going to be really mad. So if anybody from now on, if you could just call me woodsy logger, because that's what I want my new name to be. How could you be if I... It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, but it is where we are right now, unfortunately. Um, what else we got going on? I got my new show premiering tonight on Twitch. I honestly don't know what's going to happen. It's called Controlled Chaos. I, I, I wish I knew what was going to happen, but I don't. I, don't, I know that there's going to be weed. I know there's going to be some booze, and I know there's going to be me, Jessime Peluso, Ron Funches, and Jeremiah Watkins. With my co-host, Jacob Wolf, and on the keys, the very funny Avery Pearson. And we'll see what the fuck happens. But it's just the kind of thing that I'm excited about right now. And you guys helped give me the confidence to do a show like this. That's what I'm saying. Is that you guys... Oh, come on. Atmosphere, the number one. Come on. Yeah. It's a sh- it's shows like this, guys. 
that make me so excited because what's it going to be about? It's just about having fun. No politics, none of that stupid shit. Leave your feelings at home. If you got feelings, I, I wouldn't watch the show. Not that we're going to be going out and making fun of just and, make, and trying to push the envelope on being edgy, or, or but it's going to be irreverent fun. Irreverent fun with the intent of making you laugh, and that's it. And if you want to look for a deeper meaning, you, you should probably not tune in. You should probably, at like 100%, not tune in. Because I hope that weird shit happens, irreverent shit happens every fucking show. Oh, guys. So on Saturday, I forgot to tell you this. On Saturday, and by the way, we picked a high live winner of the best impersonation of me. If you're not watching my high lives on Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time on my Facebook fan page, you're missing a good time. Anyways, so Saturday, best out of the house. I got my sweatshirt on and socks. That's it. And I decided I need to go into the kitchen. I'm getting dressed in the, in the, in the bedroom. And I want to walk into the kitchen, get something to eat. I got my headphones on. And I'm walking through the house, turn the corner, making food, make myself a little bit of a sandwich, eating my sandwich. Again, sweatshirt, stand, just standing there. You know, sometimes you stand and eat. And, uh, and then I look out back and this entire time, uh, the sliding glass door, you know, the blinds are not, the curtains aren't pulled because it's during the day. And the dude who works in the backyard is just the entire time back there. Just... I mean, you know, like, I know for sure he looked in and was like, what the fuck? And every now and then he'd look up and be like, that dude is still there, just cocking balls. And then I was like, oh, no. You know, because when you get older, like, it it looks like your dick shrinks and your because your balls grow. But your dick doesn't take the same angle. You know what I mean? It's never a good look when you're getting older. Your balls dominate the entire landscape. I felt bad for the guy. I almost walked out and just gave him a, a little bit of extra money and been like, hey, man, I know that's not part of the job description, but I'm sorry for my old Jew nuts. Old Jew nuts this is my rap name. Yo, what's up? It's old Jew nuts coming at you one time. Guess who's back? Old Jew nuts. I let them hang. I let them flow. Old Jew nuts on the floor. Floor, flow. Get it? That's, you know, guys, that's the kind of lyrics that you'll hear dropped all the time when old Jew nuts hits the road and really makes shit happen. Um, but, yeah. I felt so bad for the dude. Like, when I put pants on, I walked out there. Alabama Shakes, the greatest. But I will tell you, the biggest pet peeve ever happens at the gym today for me. You know when your earbuds get caught on something and they get ripped out of your ear? And you want to strangle somebody, even though it's nobody's fault but your own. But you just want to choke everybody out. Why is that the one single thing that gets you madder than anything? Yo, when you... And I... I... I mumble a lot of fucks to myself in the gym anyways. You guys know me. I get really mad at the gym. 
when I go to the gym, anybody who's not familiar with the way I work out, I pick out one person in the gym that I'm going to hate that day. And then every now and then, if I'm feeling a little just energy low, I just look up at him and just start to shake my head like, I f- like, you know, I mentioned it and I went... A couple days ago, this is somebody I'm sure we've all seen in the gym. Dude with tight jeans, work boots, and a polo shirt working out. Nope. That, that's an easy target for me. That's who I get to hate, right? Sometimes it's somebody who's talking extra loud on the phone. You know, sometimes it's somebody singing it to themselves with their headphones on. Whatever. I, I'm an equal opportunity. Could be a woman some days. It doesn't matter to me. But, uh... When the earbuds get pulled out, I don't need any help. My, that fuels my anger for like 15 minutes, but just mumbling to myself like Muttley from the old cartoons. Oh, Muttley did that. Right? Where did Muttley do that laugh? Heavens to Betsy. Heavens to Mercatroyd even. That was not Muttley. That was not Motley. That was not Motley. Who was that? Man, was that Motley? No, that wasn't Motley. Motley did the... <laughs> that guy. Uh, you're going to tell me. Who did the Heavens to Mercatroyd even? I need a back rub. I need a massage even. That guy. I have to tell you, I went back to my place. You guys know that I used to go see Chunky Nana for my massages. Any old school Josh Wolf fan knows about Chunky Nana. Chunky Nana was this uh, older, uh, heavier Asian woman who used to... I went into this massage place, and um, they were like, do you have an appointment? I go, no. And they said, well, we only have Gina. Only Gina's available. I was like, that's fine. We'll get Gina. And out from the back came like this 75-year-old... Asian woman and she was so happy to see me and she was telling me how nobody ever she never gets to do massages because whenever somebody sees her they're like no wait and I was like no I'll take Gina like I don't want I don't want Chunky Nana to be you know so we get in there and she was telling me oh nobody I never do to the massage and by the way why is it if I do an impersonation of a person and I'm doing their voice perfectly but that person happens to be Asian but I'm doing the impersonation why is that racist right if I'm doing like if I'm why is that racist is that stupid can somebody please but Chunky Nana did have an accent so I'm doing an impersonation of her so should I not do it in the Asian accent? Did she not sound like that? She sounds like that. So I, I reject the idea that that's racist. I do. Because if you were doing, if, if an Asian person was doing an impersonation of me, I would expect them to open their eyes wide and talk like this, right? We've all seen people impersonate white people on stage. It's just what it is. You know. And if I'm going to impersonate a black person and that person has an accent, I'm going to use that accent. Mexican, Asian, whatever. So I'm going to give you Chunky Nana's accent because this is an actual person. And hold your... Oh, hold on. Barry White. 
You see the trouble with me. Come on. So good. Um, so I walk in, and that's Gina. And Chunky Nan is like, oh, it was, it's so nice that nobody ever pick me. And I was like, hey, you know, we're all set. I figure I'm just going to get a massage. So she starts to rub my back, guys, and is breathing. Right? And at one point, I feel like a drop of sweat hit my back. And I was like, oh, my God. And then about 10 minutes later, she stopped. She was like, oh, I need to take a break. And she would call her, she, an older woman, she called herself Nana, you know. A Nana's tired. And uh, it was so funny, right? But I used to go back and I would go back and see her even though massages were terrible because I felt so bad that nobody else was going to see Nana, you know. So Chunky Nana hadn't been around in a while and I tried to find a different place. Uh, I went to this place. Where it, I, okay. So I walk in and the, you know where you put your, your face in the little hole in the table? It smelled like someone's breath. So I put my face in there and I'm like, I kind of pull my head out and I go, hey, can you, uh, can you switch that towel? It smells like terrible. And they were like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Let me switch it out for you. And they put it back in there, and uh, it smelled like someone's breath again. So they were like, it must be the laundry detergent. I go, well, what? What do you, what do you, what do you, what are you washing it in? Fucking tired halitosis? Like, why, why does it smell like, you know, guys, you know what it smelled like? I had a roommate once who, this is going to be the grossest thing you've ever heard, Okay. Because this is the grossest thing I've ever seen. This is Dirty Water by Foo Fighters. Let me tell you the grossest thing. Okay, you ready? I had a roommate once who hardly ever flosses his teeth. Guys, get a bucket ready. Get a fucking bucket ready because I'm telling you, some of you are going to throw up. And fast forward passes if you don't like gross shit. It's even gross for me. Okay? That'll tell you whatever you need to know. Dude used to floss his teeth once every two or three weeks. And lick the food off the floss. And I was like... But he would run it through his mouth like you were pulling meat off of a shish kebab. Off of a kebab, you know? And just, just, just gum it clean. And I, I was like, dude, that is the fucking single grossest thing you could ever do. That is gross. And he was like, why? Well, it's food I've already eaten. I go, well, yeah, but it's been in your teeth for three days. So the, the fish you ate three days ago doesn't stay good, which is why your breath smells like a camel's asshole. Don't ask me how I know what a camel's asshole smells like. People have asked me that before. It's really none of your business. I had some weird scratch and sniff books as a kid. Point being this. 
Why is he eating that food? And I was like, doesn't that smell terrible? And he was like, it's not great, but it's my food. I'm like, okay. But so this dude, gross, right? Why does the towel smell like that? Anyways, so he puts the towel back on and he sprays a little lavender water and whatever, is that better? Yeah, yeah. And um, and now I'm not a, I'm not somebody who's, I don't care about a male massage or female massage. I really don't. As a matter of fact, usually the male massage is, is harder, which is what I like uh, sometimes. I like it just a little harder. Uh, but he was like a, you know, an older Asian dude. And um, he opened by open hand cup slapping my back. Whoop-bop, whoop-bop, whoop-bop. He got like four of those out. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what's the uh, what's the deal? And he was like, need to get the blood flowing. I'm like, that's how you want to get the blood flowing? By open hand. Like, you know what? It's so crazy because you go to these places, right? They could do anything. Dude could slap me with a whole trout. What are you doing? That's the best way to get the blood. You know what I mean? We trust these people that they know what they're doing. And the weirder or the more odd or if it's something you've never seen before, you either think this is the craziest thing. You either think that person is a fucking quack or the smartest person in the world. Isn't that crazy? There's nowhere in between. You fucking hit me with a trout, man. That dude's cutting edge. No, he's ridiculous. Why is he hitting you with a fucking trout? Why you? I mean, dude was bringing his hand up. To the top. Like, not just like a, just right, like a half an inch off my back. Bringing it up like he, like my back had done something to him. Whoop-bop! Whoop-bop! And it was the weirdest thing, the way he hit me. There was no handprint, per se, but there were top of the fingerprints. Stuck. Dang, it was bananas. It looked like Spider-Man had just hung on to my back for a little while. I have to tell you, and you know, I was a little skeptical at first with the back slapping, and I was like, how is this going to help? But I was right, because it was dumb as shit. I mean, let me just slap you in the face, man. Is that getting your blood flowing? Yeah, because you're mad, because it hurt, and I left a mark. That's not what the massage shouldn't be like. When someone's giving you a massage, you shouldn't be contemplating, should I just beat the fuck out of this guy? Or, like, what are we doing? Anyways, guys, I wanted to stop in and give you a quick one. I am going up to Salt Lake City this month. I mean, this weekend. I can't wait. I've never been there before. Whatever this weekend is. But here's what I want to tell you about the upcoming weeks for Josh Wolf fans on the road first week in april omaha nebraska second week in april raleigh north carolina third week in april san diego california i'll be there for 420 if you want to see somebody higher than they should be come to that show china girl by iggy pop the end of april I am in New York City at Gotham. 
Just two nights only, I think. 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, something like that. 29th, 30th. First week in May, I am in Denver for Cinco de Drinco. Get your tickets. Those are going to go fast. And then I'm in Dallas, May 17th and 19th at the Addison Improv. And I believe I'm in Cleveland at the end of May. What a great two months coming up, everybody. Get your tickets. They are going fast. I just want to thank you all again for all of the support. It's been so fucking crazy the last couple weeks with the video, and thank you for that. Make sure you check out Controlled Chaos on Twitch. It's on the Gaghead channel, G-E-G-G-H-E-A-D, Gaghead. So it's Twitch slash Gaghead. And um, Prince and the Wolf, obviously. My high live on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And everybody... Remember, open a door, buy somebody a coffee, say thank you, say please, smile, whatever it is, hold an elevator, push a button for somebody. When you're doing these things, it puts people in a good mood and it makes them more inclined to do it for other people. You know, I know some of you might be thinking it's like, it's a, but sometimes he seems angry and then he doesn't, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. It has nothing to do. One has nothing to do. I can think that everybody's a little too sensitive about words and jokes. And then I also think that we just need to be nicer to each other. I think jokes are jokes. You know? Guys, we have to start going back to remembering we're all on the same team. Even people on the same team disagree. But they remember they're on the, you think everybody on every team that wins a championship, they're, they're best friends? No, but you figure out how to make that work. And then in your own time, you do whatever the fuck you want. We have to make, figure out how to make this work again. And I'll tell you something. You know I don't talk politics uh, too much. And I don't comment a lot on policy because... If I'm being honest with you, I would consider myself pretty in the middle with if I had to lean one way or the other, I think I would definitely lean left. Um, but I think I would have voted for a Republican this year because I think country is better in checks and balances. There were eight years of, of one set of ideologies and, 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 and thoughts. And I thought maybe not maybe I thought it was good for the country to support a large percentage of people who also live here. You don't want almost half your, half your population to feel forgotten, guys. That's when bad shit happens. It's good to have checks and balances. That being said, all I need to say about this guy, and forget his policies because I don't even know what the fuck they are. All you need to know about this guy and why he's not a good president. This entire time with Russia, this entire time with Russia, all he said is no collusion. Which means, guys, all he cares about is him. All he cares about is what you think about him. You understand? It's, it's clear that Russia's got something on him. And that, uh, this is all you need to know about. No collusion, no collusion. Nothing about the meddling. Nothing about how that's bad for the country. And I know you can say U.S. meddles other places. And great. That doesn't mean it's okay. And it's sure as fuck not okay for someone to do it here. And I'm way more concerned about what's happening to our country, for sure. I know that sounds terrible. I just am. 
So, uh... Think about this. Your president, your leader, the guy who's in charge of the country that's supposed to be good for everybody. All he cares about is that there's no no collusion. No, he's been saying it for I don't know how many fucking months. Instead of saying, holy shit, this meddling is bad for our country. Forget mentioning the metal, the collusion. You know what? This this was not good. I don't th- I think I still would have won the election. But for sure, we can't have them dipping their toes into our pool like this. It's not good for us as a nation. You notice that none of the things that he says, and this is why, guys, he's not a good dude. He's never talking about the greater good of us. When he's always defending himself. It's so terrible. He's such a narcissist and so reactionary and i know people who've been on that tv show his just not a good dude nothing to do with his policies like i said i don't agree with all policies whenever any president is office if you agree with everything anyone says that's called a cult and you got more problems than just republican or democrat this guy is not a good dude he does not care about us whether you voted for him or not, he doesn't. I don't know how he tricked an entire population of hardworking blue-collar people to think he had their back. Guys, he's been shitting on us forever. Most of the lawsuits against him are from people, blue-collar people. He didn't pay. All right, this has got nothing to do with politics. It's got to do with human decency at this point in time. That's fine. The Republicans won. Let's keep a Republican in there. I'd even be okay with fucking bonkers ass Pence. It's just like with Bush, man. I didn't agree with everything Bush said, but I I knew Bush was doing the things that he thought was best for this country. I can't. I didn't agree with all of them, but like, dude's heart was in the right place. This guy's is not. He's not in the right place. If you had a neighbor who joked about fucking their daughter, you'd be like, that dude is a fucking creep. He jokes about his fucking his daughter. What a creep. Anyways. That's why. Not politics, guys. Just human beings. Not a good person. Not a good person. Doesn't care about us. Believe that. Doesn't care about us. Cares about him. Mm, I can't get over it. I can't get over it every time I hear him talk. And what is with that? He pulls his shirt so tight, it looks like he's got a pussy on his neck. You see that up by his top button where his, he's got that little pussy neck? Anyways. John Mellencamp takes us out with it. He ain't even done with a night. Whatever, guys. It's all trickled down. One of the reasons everybody's so tense and feels anger and chaos is because our CEO is sowing that sowing that he's he's putting it out there your energy you vibe to the people at the top the person at the top is putting out hatred and chaos that's what in anger and he's and even the people who support him feel it think about how we talk to each other trickle down everybody God. 
Man, these next two and a half years cannot go fast enough. I can't wait to see how old this dude looks when he... You know by the time people get out of that four years, they look old as... Fuck. He is going to be a crazy shade of orange, too. Oh, and his hair is going to be all white. And his face, except for the, the white circles around his eyes. Oh, it's going to be a sight to be seen. All right, everybody. Fairly normal. I love you. Be good to each other. You know what I mean? Pass it on. Let's do some shit. I will, I will give you guys more updates on my fuck abs diet. Somebody asked me to talk more about working out for people my age. Happy to do that as well. And uh, I'll probably do a podcast with my brother later this week in Salt Lake. Maybe I'll get my cousin Scott Wolf in there too. But have a great week, everybody. Come on. We'll talk soon. Fair.